the ball. It is caught. Randy Brooks. Randy Brooks got it for a two-pointer. And Notre Dame is out in front. 17-16. Lost the ball. The pass is spinning down. It's spinning down by Carroll. It's caught by Samaza. Inside the 20. Inside the 10. He's going in. Notre Dame has scored. Dawson Pope. Open receiver in the end zone. Touchdown. Notre Dame. Somehow the Irish did it. Out of the pack, 30, 35, goodbye, baby, at the 50, the 40, the 30, the 20, the 10, fire, fire, rocket, touchdown, Irish. Tyree, whoa, can he get there, Tyree at the 30, 20, 10, touchdown, Yuri. Woo, 98, big ones. Zibikowski looking for a block. Touch to the right to the 40. Gets a block. Gets to the 45. 50. Up to the 45. 40. 30. One man to beat. 20. 15. 10. He's down to the 5. Touchdown, Irish. All right. Fighting Irish Faithful. Welcome back. Thank you, everyone who is uh, hopefully dried out after the rain delay um, or who knows. It's been kind of a, a strange day with football as far as. Uh, Texas being back I don't know <laughs> that game just ended and then if you didn't catch the end of the Oregon game that was uh, pretty crazy what was happening looked like Tex- Texas Tech was going to make a run and then uh, Oregon gets a pick six which was crazy so uh, but we're here to talk about Notre Dame football and the uh, the they, they put NC State away I will just put it that way and we'll we'll break down all the stats tonight uh, since we've had a little bit of time to do that today. But first and foremost, welcome to the Fighting Irish Faithful podcast. This is Joe at Faithful underscore Irish on the Twitter. And now with business cards, which is kind of fun. If you didn't see that, check me out on Twitter. We are powered by Dos Leprechauns Media and uh, happy to be part of the universe that is <laughs> Dos Leprechauns. Uh, but we're recording uh, live on Twitter tonight after some serious football ended and uh, want to get some fan reaction. We'll talk about the game. We'll talk about our productivity, about the uh, little bit of nerves there. I think there's two key points in the game that allowed Notre Dame to uh, remain successful and not uh, not fall behind at all uh, in this game. So um, Jason has been on all day. Um, I don't know if you have... Uh, any more uh, crown left because I don't know how many uh, bottles of crown or times you chug crown today. Uh, but at <laughs> Irish JTL on the Twitter, uh, you've been invited to join us first if you so wish. Uh, if not, you know, that's okay. Uh, you sit, you want a business card. Well, how about you jump onto the space first and then, and then we'll send you a business card. <laughs> Go ahead and unmute yourself, Jason. Says you're there. Pink button, man. Lower left hand corner. Hey, man. How's it going? Hey, happy to be here. Happy to podcast finally. I don't know if Red Snapper may join us tonight later, but uh, very happy. Um, and I'm probably a lot more alert, uh, even though it's 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> I do have crowd left. I think I have about a quarter of a bottle left, so I'm okay. doing okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it, it was kind of a, a tale of two games, right? You know, it's interesting. The uh, I, I was doing a little reflection, and, and you know, we could go a couple of ways with this, but um, it, it was it was close. 
um, I think, prior to the rain delay. After that, Notre Dame clearly jumped out, put their foot on the gas, and, and let's go right into it. Let's go right into the toast. The toast of the night, I'm giving it to Estime for that 80-yard touchdown run to the house. I forget who it was on Twitter, but someone had a fantastic um, fan reaction of yelling and screaming at the TV. I was I was basically doing the same thing, um, which was fantastic. But yeah, the doc's like, holy crap, they scored right off the bat. Um so it was uh, it was really a, a great moment there. And I think prior to the game, it was very close. And I, I haven't we'll probably do this on the Tuesday night show. Uh, but we were. It was going back and forth a little bit there uh, right at the beginning, because the offense uh, was very unsuccessful. I think it's the first time we went three and out on our first drive ever this year. All right. So I'm going to I'm going to uh, in initiate my own humble pie because during the weather delay I was like oh you know I really love Audric but I was telling my my wife and my friends that were here like I want to see more Jeremiah Love and some more Jadarian Price there it's more explosive and then Audric what does he do he he hits the second level and just walks Walks away from DBs. He's walking. <laughs> yeah. He goes fast. And I got to tell you, I'm 340 all day long. I'm a big, fat fuck. That, that 200, and, I don't know if he's 235, 265. I feel like he's closer to 265. Yeah. He walked those DBs. He, he was running away from them. And... I that 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 turned it, but it, it was a weird game. We had these, you know, we, the defense was playing well, and I, I feel like the defense blew it up. The defense made turnovers when they had to. Oh uh, yeah, we had three three interceptions for the for the Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, I was disappointed in the non-Cham Hart interception. It was almost identical to the Morrison coverage, but right. the sophomore came up with the pick and the fifth year senior somehow didn't. So <laughs> that, man, like I I feel like the the defense opened that game up. I don't feel like it was the offense. I know Hartman had over 300 yards, he had four touchdowns. Yeah. Although Estimate got over 100 yards, it just didn't feel like the offense ever really got going. It felt like everything the defense did turned it around, made the yeah. plays happen, and that's that's how it was. And you know, 45 21 is great, we'll take it, but we, you know, we got CMU next weekend, that's gonna be rough. Not really. But, oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's gonna be different. Yeah, absolutely. I think. I think you know now. Now that we've gone past this game, you know, and and I think there was there was quite a few like like when when I saw that it was gonna be raining, I was having flashbacks to the 2016 game. And if if people didn't hear my rant and and emotion, I'll just put it that way from the show earlier in the week. Go check that out. But uh, so so I'm I'm 
having to heal like mentally and emotionally from the 2016 loss in the rain. And then with the weather delay, right, we're all healing from from erasing the South Florida game from 2011. Okay, so so I think this game and the way it was put away uh, and how Notre Dame just, you know, Notre Dame scores 21 points in the fourth quarter to, to leave no doubt, you know, and I, and I think NC State kind of got a garbage touchdown at the end, right? Because I think our defense had taken their foot off the gas there. Um, but regardless, the, I, I feel like I'm healed and clean or something after this game because it was very soothing to walk away out of that stadium. And now we can focus on, okay, we got Central Michigan coming up. We have to take care of business there. Um, let's, let's get some rest as we face the Buckeyes. You know, I, I think it's okay to be looking a little bit ahead. I know the team's going to say, oh, one week at a time, but I really think that, you know, now we're, now these are preparations for the Buckeyes. I'm with you you there. And yes, absolutely. That's a, uh, that's the way to look at it, but yeah. Jesus, it, it didn't feel like that in the first half, but the second half was just the second half was great, right? Like, yeah, it was great. We were, yeah, we were there. We we're twenty-eight points. Yeah, Notre Dame yeah. had seventeen points in the first half, uh, twenty-eight in the second half. So, well, Jason, we're gonna we're gonna leave you on here, but we're gonna bring some other people on. I think what we'll do is we'll just we'll just bring one person on at a time and let let people have their uh, their reactions here. Um, I see Adam here at Colts Fanatic 09. Here you've been invited to speak because I think you were, Adam, you were on uh, from the beginning. If you want to jump on and give your opinion, emote, and just say go Irish or whatever, that's cool. If you want to scream F Michigan, that's always accepted. Um, a little disappointed Miami won today, although it's kind of funny to see Texas A&M squirm a little bit too. But yeah, that's where we're at right now. So, uh, Adam, it looks like you're just listening. We're just going to move on. Mark with glasses, I see you there. Invite you to speak, although I, I've, I've seen you've jumped on before, but you're, you tend to be a listener, which is just fine. Um, can I say that tight end you is, is kind of is having a, a resurgence in this game? We had three touchdowns by uh, by by tight ends two by stays and one by sherwood now i, I had to, <laughs> i'm like it's who? holding state season sorry i'm jumping back in but it's holding state season yeah, well, it's th- wasn't that great in. like he got two touchdowns and he just it looked like this is like was it wasn't like a new thing for him he just carried himself he professionally or whatever i don't know he, he's born to play in that offense put Mitchell Evans on the bench uh no no and then the the what was it the i think it was the touchdown where he um oh gosh it was like like a third and long and then like it was kind of like a bootleg kind of thing and then he got separation you know behind the safety is like what a great play call there so uh, it was fantastic and then the tyree catch when tyree it was like like kind of a broken play and then tyree i think got pushed out of bounds but then he comes he bounces back in and then he finds space and just starts running down the field and Hartman sees him in stride. And that was that was a great, uh, great play right there and a great contribution by Tyree. Very, very good. Um, you know, he's got his head screwed on right as a receiver because because that's what you're supposed to do when the play gets broken. 
okay, let's go find open grass. Even though the turf is like got pieces all over the place right now. All right, let's move over to Fanatics ND. ND Fanatics, we're going to invite you to jump on if you so wish. Um, I think you were giving us some live uh, photos, if I saw, from Twitter. Um, or maybe you're just listening because you're exhausted. Uh, or maybe you're driving right now, right? Who knows? Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I have no problem just talking here. If, if anyone just wants to jump on, just jump on. But I see Fanatics ND. You're on mute. Pink button, lower left-hand corner. Welcome to the Fighting Irish Faithful Show again, sir. Good evening, guys. How's everyone doing? Yo, feeling great. Irish are 3-0. and I think Fox should change big noon kickoff to big Notre Dame noon kickoff. They're now 4-0 and on their last noon last four noon games, um, and they've won by double digits every time. You know, I know it's different personnel, but I would say... If I got to go with gut feeling, you know, obviously Notre Dame is more disciplined school than a lot of the, let's say, football factories. And waking up at nine o'clock in the morning for an early game doesn't affect these guys and they're usually ready to go. Um, So more noon games. I mean, I know the West Coast Irish might not like that, but. uh, (laughs) Or the Hawaiian Irish, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, But it, it keeps working. I mean, the Syracuse game last year, that was one that they won just blew them out of the water. The Wisconsin game was also one where they ended up blowing them out of the water in the second half. I'm trying to remember the other one, but anyways, um, I was at the game today. The yeah. Tell us about it. It looked like you had some good seats there to walk, walk us through your day. So I woke up at 3am East coast time, What? got dressed, uh, left the house. I'm in the DC area about 4am drove got to raleigh about 8 30 had to stop and pee otherwise <laughs> straight to, um and from there on out i mean it was pouring um luckily i always carry a raincoat in the back of my car so i was yeah. good to go um i will say that stadium is if you've been to like charlottesville or you've been to college park very similar construction um it's a smaller stadium They've got like one of those football building facilities like in the one end zone. And I had brought this up tangent here, but the drone interruption in the game. And I noticed just I work in security. So, you know, these types of things I noticed there are three drones behind this football building. And I'm like, that's weird. They're not near the field. They're not on it, but they're at a perspective where it's like they could see Notre Dame sideline. And I asked, I was asking some of the people that I talked to a lot on here, I was like, mm-hmm. did they talk about what happened there? And they just said, the ref said, interruption, drones are on the playing field. And then I saw one tweet just doing some research, and someone said that the drones' origin pretty much is unknown. Hmm. And the drones are not up at all in the second half after the weather delay they interesting were maybe they, they were, were struck by lightning just like nc state's uh, scoreboard was so. <laughs> uh but you know whatever rabbit hole tangent a little paranoia but hmm. I, I commented to somebody i said is this the new what are they doing way? taking pictures of what coach is scribbling yeah. on a whiteboard you know like feeling signs <laughs> you know those have good cameras maybe they were trying to see what they could on notre dame sideline but I thought that was interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see if anything comes of it that week from some of the beat reporters, the mm. media. 
Interesting. Um, well, we're breaking it here on the Fighting Irish Faithful show. That's for yeah. sure. Check uh, ND Nation tomorrow for the link. <laughs> yeah. Um, outside of that, I mean, it is a fairly docile crowd. I mean, I happen to have like two really drunk people next to me that weren't the most cordial. But like, I've gone to games at Ann Arbor. I've gone to Columbus. Yeah. I've gone to games in Pittsburgh. So I, I've been to a, plenty of Notre Dame games. Away. Right, right, right. I but never thought that all, like the Pittsburgh crowd was was a real rowdy rowdy bunch. It's not like you go to Michigan State and those people are terrible. Do they do they serve alcohol at NC State Stadium? They do. Now I will say their beer selection stunk. Um, it was I pretty mean, much stadium beer right it's got what coors and bud or whatever like they had coors white claw some local that's right because they kept showing uh um uh armstrong's girlfriend and she was holding i she just liked to hold the white claw she never drank it she just liked to hold it right (laughs) and then i think the the you know the wildest most exotic they got they had modello oh okay yeah um i'm surprised yeah. they did that because it's got the gold foil on it you know like that seems very notre damey yeah i will say they did at least have i mean not everyone's a chick-fil-a fan but they're hungry i mean it's satisfying to me they had chick-fil-a that was pretty good. i mean i've been saying that they need to serve uh you know alcohol at notre dame stadium but do it in specific areas that are designed to stand like a standing encouraged section like take the benches out people stand on concrete who cares you know that, that's I just mean, my opinion. That's what they do in Europe for the, the football games over there. You can't drink inside the viewing area, but you can drink on the concourse. I don't yeah, it, the, yeah. well, and they're, they're – I mean, I've only been to one one match, but it was a legit stadium. And, yeah, you're kind of like like isolated to your section, and you can't really move out of it. Um, Bingo. And so, so I'm not saying that, like, we have to do that um, at Notre Dame Stadium. I'm just saying – um yeah i mean they they can figure figure this stuff out you know i'm just saying like a ton of places are serving alcohol like maybe someone just needs to convince you know put a powerpoint slide that says do you guys realize how much more money you can make you know like and then maybe someone at notre dame will be like hey let's sell alcohol in the stadium now <laughs> yeah i mean just not to take up all the the time but i'd say probably just to summarize the game from my perspective of being there I would say this is a game that they lose in the past. Oh, yeah. Um, Where did you go during the the rain delay? You know, it was funny. I just stayed in the concourse. They were telling people to leave the stadium, but at that point it was raining so hard that the cops didn't care, and everyone just kind of stood under the bleachers. I stood under there for about an hour. Oh, okay. Yeah, but... um. I just think you, you can see that Marcus Freeman is a gamer. He is an, a motivator, and he talked these guys up in the weather delay. And, you know, it's just there's a absolute paramount difference in this coaching staff than in the previous coaching staff. And well, Yeah, you know, we, we, we scored a yeah. touchdown on our first play right after the delay, right? <laughs> and the red zone, the efficiency in the red zone. I will say in between, you know, the, the red zone – the play calling could be a little bit better. It was a little shaky today, but in the red zone, I mean, I, we got to all be satisfied at this point. We're not kicking field goals pretty much 75% of the time. That we right. Did the last 10 years. That is, that is a hundred percent true. And, 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 you know, ha- tip of the cap to Schrader for hitting that 54 yarder. Damn, that was huge. Now he, 
what he also hit a hit the post on one of them right so um so that's kind of a bummer but the uh the the 54 yarder that that was huge yeah and someone brought up a great point on twitter i apologize i don't remember who it was but to take their thought uh that was long enough and high enough from probably 63 the one that bounced off oh yeah a couple inches in the wrong direction exactly Absolutely. So clearly you're a happy camper um, with this game. What do you think? What do you think of the defense? Because, you know, they there was a couple of moments. I mean, yes, we had three turnovers. So hooray. But turnovers aside, and, and I think that's a function of, of you know, NC State's abilities um, or I think l- let me put it this way. Do you think that NC State made the mistake of using Armstrong as much as they did, because they, let's face it, that he had forty-seven pass attempts. They uh, they passed the ball, you know, sixty-two percent of the time tonight. <laughs> yeah, I I was very surprised because I think we can all say thank heavens that we got a transfer portal quarterback that's one of the arguably top five top three top ten best quarterback oh yeah right now because that reminded me you know bless all their hearts many of the quarterbacks we had the last 10 years but happy feet wants to run as soon as the pocket breaks down and just can't deliver the ball under pressure and throws terrible interceptions and that's what armstrong did today and that was the game um I would say the biggest thing that kind of scares me as much as the secondary ended up performing well, they definitely gave up some long balls and mm-hmm. they dropped some balls and Ohio State's receivers aren't going to do that as long as right. back, you know, is getting them the ball. Um, I also will say the offensive line in the beginning was breaking down pretty oh, gosh, easily. Right. Ohio State, again, their defensive line is significantly better. Um, so those are probably the two biggest worry. Uh, spots for me i would say on the same token though nc state secondary is probably a little bit better than ohio state so yeah. in terms of being able to throw the ball uh, down the field and in the red zone i would say notre dame shouldn't have too much of a problem against ohio state doing that yeah yeah no i'm i'm, here, I'm with you there what's it what i think was really good from our defensive side of the things is and especially during a game that you would think there would be more running. I mean, Notre Dame rushed for 170 yards. NC State had only 84, so it's really, really low. Um, it's actually the lowest rushing total of all three games Notre Dame is um, their defense is allowed. Uh, obviously, Navy we expect them to run a lot. Navy ran 128 uh, last week. Tennessee State actually ran for more for 89 versus NC State. They're at the bottom right now with 84. So. Um, so hooray for the defense and, and for, um, you know, what they were doing now, maybe that's a function of, you know, again, play calling because they, they clearly ran the ball the least out of, um, out of our other, you know, two opponents we played. Um, so, you know, take that for what it is, but the efficiency of Notre Dame on offense is really good. And, and specifically with Hartman, um, Again, he he ties his his season high of uh, his passing attempts to touchdown ratio is six. To put in perspective, national champions over the last ten years that average is twelve. Okay, yep. and then ESPN is being stupid and 
talking about, you know, Colorado and, you know, you know, congratulations, Colorado on the win. But they're like, oh, their quarterback, you know, and he had two touchdowns and he had like like an ass ton of passing yards. But OK, that's fine. But you had like 40 attempts. It's like when you attempt passes like like d- almost double what Hartman had and you throw for half of touchdowns like that's not impressing me like that's what happened to Clemson you know earlier in the week right when Clemson lost they had all these yards but it doesn't matter if you don't put points on the scoreboard yeah and I mean I don't know how you feel about it Let, let, let me know in regards to looking across the country and all the teams that have played I I'm confidently I can confidently say right now Notre Dame is a top five in terms of where they're at right now, throw them in the mix with Georgia. I guess you throw Texas in there now. Yeah, Florida sure. State. Yeah, they, uh, they just went to Alabama's house and beat them. Right there because, I mean, you look at what these teams are doing to the FCS opponents and the really, you know, the non-Power 5 teams. And, you know, they're they're scoring less points than Notre Dame is against those teams. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think that was another thing. Ohio the State the- today, they only put up 35 against Youngtown State. Yeah. I mean, um, was that game like called off early or something? Like, no. <laughs> and one thing I was saying too in the beginning when, you know, the passing game was a little out of sync and the offensive line was getting blown up a little bit, I was like, all right, well, this is the first team where you're actually going against a school that has a football program. You know, no disrespect to Navy or Tennessee State, but massively undersized. NC State's got some big boys. Um, and, and maybe that was just kind of a wake up call a little bit for them today. Yeah. Um, there's any excuse not to be ready but you know that that obviously can come to play too i'm i'm just happy that that notre dame you know and and i'm i don't get like too rattled when we start off slow on offense if the other team is starting off slow and especially with the weather and whatnot like that's always you got to kind of feel things out you know like there's only so much you can look at on film we only had one game film for nc state and that was against uconn right yep so so i'm always like like yes this is our third game but people need to remember that we played a week before everybody else so in theory other teams are going to have more game film on us than we are of them all season. Okay. Except for probably, I think USC, but, and I'm not using that as an excuse. All I'm saying is I don't mind it per se. If we come out slow, but they came out slow too. NC state didn't score anything until their seventh possession, their first six possessions. They got nothing absolutely nothing and for the whole game this is quote-unquote the best production out of any of the teams we've played which is expected with a with an acc school a power five you know school but still acc was only four out of 17 possessions as far as putting points on the scoreboard that includes field goals okay notre dame was this their worst they were 44 percent okay now, I, I think that's being a little spoiled because uh, Notre Dame was 70 and 75%. So people are like, whoa, you know, and so like, so our drives, you know, and that's what happens when you get three and outs, right? There's just more drives yep. or more, more possessions that you get. Like Notre Dame had 16 and NC State had 17. To put in perspective, Notre Dame had 10 last week. They had eight against Navy. Okay. But look at the scoreboard. 
we're averaging 47 points a game. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. Sign me yeah. up. And I mean, it could have been a lot more too, because I mean, maybe it was just me and in, in a narrow minded lens being at the game. Cause you know, it's a little bit different when you watch it at home, you can see more, but the receivers dropped some very catchable balls versus NC state's receivers made some great, amazing catches to extend drives on their end early in the game. And, you know, that, you could attack on another 14 points. If those guys didn't drop some balls, Yeah, they're catchable balls for Hartman. And I think that might've been too. I mean, ends up being a blessing in disguise where they're like, all right, we're going to throw more to the tight ends. Receivers just not catching it today. Yeah. It is what it is. There's, you know, it, it's been a terrible weather day, but, uh, yeah, the, the good old tight end for Notre Dame strikes again, and uh, we're all obviously ecstatic with that. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, from your perspective on the field, were you like like with the TV perspective, like like Notre Dame was across the field from you, or you on the Notre Dame sideline when you were watching? No, Notre Dame was across the field from me. I was right behind okay. NC State. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, I was probably was in the p row so i guess what like maybe 15 16 rows off the field interesting hmm. okay interesting interesting all right all right so that's cool that's cool well i'm glad we have boots on the ground here i i had seen your uh some of your tweets and i was just like oh check it out yeah so, so did, what, i assume you got like a hotel or something down there in north carolina and you're gonna t- drive back home tomorrow no, I am actually, I actually, as soon as I turned you guys on, I just walked back in my door. I'm home. Wow, man. What a, what a long, long yeah. trip there. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, go ahead and stay on fanatics. ND really appreciate your contribution. Boots on the ground, made the round trip from DC all the way to the game. Uh, really appreciate you again, a, a loyal contributor, bringing some stats. Uh, although I know it's probably a little hard for you since you're probably just ready to hit the sack. Um, cause sometimes mass comes early on a Sunday morning. So, <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining us, sir. All right. Travis light. See you and requested to speak. Welcome to the fighting Irish faithful show. Travis pink button, lower left hand corner to unmute. Welcome to the Fighting Irish Faithful Show. Dude, this is the first time I've done this. Can you hear me? Absolutely. Loud and clear. Coming in strong. You have a much deeper uh, voice than I do, so it's going to sound really nice. Oh, my bad, bro. No, Dude, we, uh, <laughs> it's fine. It's not I'm, the first. It won't be the last. I hear you. I'm So I'm from like uh, Southwest Virginia, and I loved it when Notre Dame joined the ACC Yeah, because I, I get to see them all the time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so last so last night I was just talking to my wife. I was like, I should take my son, who just turned four, to his first Notre Dame game. Mm-hmm. And we went, and uh, it was very poorly planned. Uh, we had to park like a mile out. But NC State fans were awesome, bro. Oh, okay, that's they, nice. Yeah, they, uh, they let us they go. They gave you directions and... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh... But all that stuff happened, and um, no beer bottles were thrown at you. That's good. No, no, no. It was good, and uh, he he held up a sign like my first Notre Dame game and all that stuff. Like it was cool. That's awesome. Um, the NC State Stadium. Were you there? I'm sorry, I joined late. Were you there? No, it was that was uh, at Fanatics ND. I'm I'm here in Indianapolis, so 
um, <laughs> running, running the shows here, but, uh, nah, you're, uh, you, you can, st- you don't have to go on mute just cause we're talking. It's kind of more like a conversation. Most of the time, this is like a loud, loud, uh, table at the bar here, but, uh, now nah, it's, a, it's really cool that you were able to take your son. Now, was this his first game ever, or have you and him been, you, you said you've been to a few games now that Notre Dame plays more teams in the ACC, right? Yeah, I've been. I've been a lot. This was his first game. That was his. Yeah, oh, that's right. You said you, you had a sign up. That's right. Yeah. The the wee yeah. hours are starting to to make their appearances. <laughs> but but I will I will say this. I've been a huge huge Notre Dame fan forever, mm-hmm. and I've tried. I mean, I was I went to the Stanford you know rain game. I went to the USC game when Matt Barkley and Robert Woods torched us. Mm, I'm sorry. You know, I, yeah, I know. I, I, but I, I, I mean, I've, I've done it, and um, this team, this team is big and fast. Like they're imposing. And they yeah, because you've now seen them in person. How do, how does yeah. this team compare to? Like, let, let me ask the question this way: What was before this game? What was the last Notre Dame game you saw? Uh, when they played UVA with Jack Cohn. So okay. Not last year. Okay. Not last so two year, years year ago. Before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's not so bad. That's not so bad. Um, yeah. Kevin Austin made awesome grabs, mm-hmm. and Logan Diggs had that hurdle. Yes. Yes. That's a very. That was a very popular tweet. Uh, where um, our our friend of the show, Mike Sloan, uh, check him out on Twitter. But he uh, he was able to put together a Logan Diggs uh, hurdle, but then then he started you know, taking pictures of look like Logan Diggs was skiing downhill, jumping over trucks, sliding across the Dukes of Hazard, General Lee, all sorts of fun things. So um, that was a fun game. So how does how does this Notre Dame team that you saw today in person compare to that Notre Dame team you saw in uh, 2021? Oh, dude, it's leaps and bounds. Okay. Yeah, they're twitchy. They're, they're twitch. I mean, is it because they're just excelling and they're putting teams away and they're leaving no doubt, or is it more no, like, like they physically look bigger and faster? It's their day to day step. It's their step. Mm-hmm. It's, it's their demeanor. Um, I, I don't know. My, my family thinks I'm weird. I, I'm really observant on all that stuff. I'm former military and all that. I don't know if that taught Thank me. Thank you for your or, service. Yeah, or if it's just the I don't know. The, maybe the way I was raised, or maybe just my DNA. But you can just tell, man. It's it's a different step. And I, yeah, I might I might be biased. Obviously, I love Notre Dame. But, but I mean, you 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 also probably watch other college football, and so you see other big teams. You know, like the in the SEC yeah. or the Alabamas of your maybe not Alabama of tonight. Um, but, but Dude, the, I, um, yeah, watching Texas, that was, I don't know if it was the, white I was impressed. One. I was like, wow, this, this team looks totally different from last year. Dude, the white, I, white makes people look bigger, right? Like white <laughs> makes you look bigger and black makes you look smaller. Is That's true, correct? Yeah, that's a funny story. That, well, that's true, right? Like, like why do women wear black all the time? You know, that we need to turn this into a fashion yeah. thing, but it's like slimming or whatever. But yeah, the, um, you're not supposed to wear white, I think after, Memorial Day. I don't know. Why are we talking about this? But I will say this. Um, my my high school 
uh, which is I'm originally from California, but my high school um, had an away game, and so I'm following them on Twitter, and they they were the white unis, and I'm like, oh, the, the the awesome white uniforms, you know, and just like like I agree with you. And then Notre Dame Shamrock series last year, the icy whites. My favorite Notre Dame jersey of all time is actually the 2013 Shamrock series, which was also a white uniform. So um, I, there's something to be said about that, you know. And but but I think beyond just you know the you know the white hot streak that is Notre Dame in this game. Um, the, the scoreboard doesn't lie. The statistics don't lie. The efficiency of our quarterback doesn't lie. Um, yeah. Okay. He was, what's really, um, I don't want to say irritating, but but maybe disappointing is the fact that he was sacked, uh, quite a bit. He was sacked four times and one of them was a fumble. Um, now one of uh, the sacks, you know, apparently you can, you can tackle a quarterback around the neck. Um, like it's a judo move apparently, but even then they grab, grab your gi and judo, um, which was annoying. Um, <laughs> right. But you still, you still got to remember that was a legit earned sack. I mean, oh, I'm, got- and I'm not saying it was yeah. wrong. Like, I, like I was talking to the doc about this doc's my wife. Um, I, 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 this is your, is this your first time ever listening to the show as well? Or have you listened to me on podcast version before? Or you're just like, I- this is number one first time. Oh well, welcome. You're 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 uh, you're doing better than some of our regulars here as far as uh, coming on. This is Fighting Irish Faithful show. This is season four, uh, episode ninety-seven of all times. Uh, episode one, awesome. episode one hundred is going to be the Ohio State postgame show. Um, so hopefully that'll be fun. But anyway, not to not to look too far down the road. Um, I mean the. I was talking to the doc about the 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 tackle, the the neck tackle. And yeah. I said, you know, I as much as I don't like it and I never want to see our quarterback be tackled like that, I didn't make a big deal about it like it should be a penalty. It was a little rough, but I'm like, you know, like I'm not also one to like look for the flag easily on a pass interference unless it's really obvious. Um that being said, um, what got me more upset was when, and I forget who it was, one of our D linemen, he's going in to uh, make a sack. Yeah, Onye. He is, touched is that, Yeah, his he hand like, 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 kind of like, like, bopped him on the head. It wasn't even like a slap. It wasn't a face mask. Like, if he had grabbed a face mask, it's different. But his hand kind of just like, he he's running at him, his hands are up. And then he, 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 he doesn't block it. And so he goes to lower his hands as he's running by him and his arm kind of and his hand hits the guy on the helmet. It wasn't dirty. It wasn't. And they threw it. And they're like roughing the passer. I'm like, that's roughing the passer. That's bullshit. It was terrible. So I don't know. Like, I mean, the, some of the penalties in this game, like three plays in a row and, and, and Notre Dame, don't get me wrong. You know, they were made some stupid penalties, but some of them was like, really like roughing the passer, the, the offensive pass interference. Okay. That one I thought was legit. Um, you know, I'm getting flashbacks to 2014 Florida state, but still that one was legit. You can't do that. You got to turn around to kind of look like you're trying to get a pass. Um, so that one, that one's okay. Some of these other, you know, false starts and stupid penalties, like that, that's okay. Those are legit. But that, 
roughing the passer absolutely not that was it was so stupid <laughs> dude they were doing all they could it was funny i mean there was like what two or three draws the best offensive plays they had were penalties that were questionable so it was terrible and so the but look you, you Look, good, good teams rise above that. Good teams um, get penalized a lot and still win the game. Um, you know, when they're throwing PI and, and other crap at our DBs, you know, you just got to get, just got to, you just have to deal with it. Um, so, you know, you're you're new here, which is cool. Um, this show's tagline is Scotch and Spreadsheets. Um, and I pers- personally, yes, we drink Scotch tonight. We've got Glenn Livett here. <laughs> Oh, you know, every show, like, you should talk to, how about some of these other shows where, where we get a little more uh, mouthy, uh, someone like yeah. Adam Dowling here, maybe we'll bring Adam on here, he's got, like, a, a story or something, although he's probably, you know, sleeping or whatever, but the, um, <laughs> some of these other old shows where uh, where I just get mouthy and just start rambling and the, the language gets a little more uh, free, I'll just put it that way uh as the scotch bottle goes down and the, the the glass goes back but this the spreadsheet piece um i purposely there's two things i i started looking at when i started this show th- four years ago or three years ago in, in season one um i was looking at penalty yards against notre dame and time of possession and i've dropped following both of those things because they were statistically insignificant compared to what notre dame uh is not a, well, not so much what Notre Dame is doing, but what national champions are doing. Um, I'm comparing Notre Dame to the national champion every year, right. and and that's not to be unkind. And sometimes that seems a little unfair or awkward or however you want to describe that. But we as Notre Dame fans want to get there. I'm not going to say that Notre Dame is there until they prove it to me in Excel here, um, or you know they they end up going to a playoff game and winning and going to a tie you know what i'm saying like like notre dame hasn't won a major bowl game since january 1st of 1994 okay we've been to some playoff games under kelly and we i think we did uh we played the maroon team um yeah in january of 2013 you know that wasn't fun i had to i was reminded of that today <laughs> but um by the doc so she's keeping me humble i don't know but the the point i'm making is is i look at what national champions are doing the last 10 years the most important stat which is pretty obvious it's it's total touchdowns okay after that it's passing touchdowns okay mm-hmm. and we threw four today it is fantastic so so we're we're at we're in my opinion the first time ever or i think consistently between a power five team and now now nc state may crater they may suck they may be terrible we don't know yet right it's their second game it's our third um but we this was the first like test like you know we did what we knew we were supposed to do against an inferior navy team that's rebuilding after coach ken got fired and then we played tennessee state a team i i never heard of until two years ago okay and that's not to be mean. That's just fact. I never heard of right. them. Yeah. Now yeah. we finally play NC State. Okay. A, and a team that we've only played twice before ever this whole time we've quote unquote been in the ACC. Um, quote, and I use air quotes when I when I say that. My point is Notre Dame up to this point had a losing record 
historically against NC State. And tonight, we actually brought that to 500. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. So... So, so that's that's the crazy piece there, and and so so Notre Dame is is doing what they're supposed to be doing, you know, having big plays. You know, who knew that the biggest play of the game would be, um, you know, an eighty-yard run by Estimate, which you know, hashtag RTDB run the damn ball. You know, I love it. Okay, that's why he's the toast of the night. Oh, and I have to before I forget and drink too much more. Um, in the and and we'll we'll give you uh give you some more sh- shout outs here Travis at T underscore light oh nine Travis light light of the light of my life I don't know I'm I'm thinking of like Tony Bennett songs or whatever but anyway the um we we had a uh, people were doing you know shots and car bombs and whatever on Twitter and and you know I'm doing that too um. But Robbie Toma, he, someone tagged Robbie Toma or something, and somehow he got in and he he did a did a was, was drinking some beer and posted it with with the crew. So so I think uh, so we're gonna give the Twitter shout out to Robbie Toma, who of course friend of Manti Teo and played on the 2012 team and and someone who I would love to get on this show. Uh, we've had one former player from the uh, the Holtz era on here before as as a regular so that's uh, that's pretty much it so but yeah robbie toma uh you are the twitter shout out of the night well travis uh, i see adam dowling on mute travis any other thoughts here before we move on to adam i just wanted to tell you that that observation about passing touchdowns is exactly like that's data driven that's which right is, it, which is great but it it's one of the few times in which it aligns with common sense. Mm-hmm. Every, Notre, every Notre Dame fan knows that we have been a quarterback away. Well, and, and that's the thing. Like, like you either have to have a really good quarterback and, 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 you know, people ride the wave. The team rides the wave when you have a great quarterback. Like, everybody looks good. Everybody feels good. And you feel more confident knowing that the guy who's, you know, touches the ball more than anyone else other than the center – <laughs> yeah, but, but even on third down, like on third and 10s, third and 12s, like even if everything's covered, you know, Sam, he just gets it. He just gets it. And I hope it, I hope it, it's something that keeps going on and I, I'll leave you alone. But uh, no, no, you're, good, this is, it was a good first time. Good first time. Uh, I appreciate it. Well, well, check, check us out. If you, if you want to really get to get my MO, I don't, I don't know if you have a positive or a negative opinion about Brian Kelly. Um, if you want to go in the archives, you know, go, go to YouTube or Spotify or whatever you want. Um, look up fighting Irish faithful. I come up now, all the new stuff gets posted to on, on the YouTube channel it goes to Dos Leprechauns YouTube channel, just because I joined their, their posse, but the, uh, all the, all the podcasts are still Spotify and iTunes or, or Apple, Apple podcasts, whatever it is on your iPhone. Um, that stuff is all still fighting Irish faithful. So plug me in go to episode five the fifth episode i ever did and it's called something dissecting brian kelly's you know legacy or something to that effect Mm -hmm. and it's very heavily stat based and i basically rip them um because i because i was at the point you know and and like you can go to last week's show and i talk talk about this too there's all sorts of good nuggets uh, for you you to 
to go out there if you're, you know, doing yard work and you just, you know, listen to music or you're driving to work or doing the dishes or, you know, you want to inundate your children with, uh, with mathematics and statistics and, but well, maybe not it because I, I drink and I cuss, but <laughs> hey, mathematics mixed with drinking and cussing, what could go wrong? <laughs> well, maybe a lot, but <laughs> I'll let you be the parent on that one. <laughs> I'm not, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll let you do your thing. Well, sir, I really appreciate you jumping on. Uh, Travis, welcome, uh, to the, to the, the show. Uh, happy you joined us tonight. That's cool. You took your son to his first Notre Dame game and glad it doesn't get, didn't disappoint. You got to see what actual running is as well. So at T underscore light Oh nine on the Twitter. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. And go Irish. All right, Adam Dowling. I see you there. And I also see Adam, uh, Adam at Colts fan. Oh nine. Maybe, maybe you're an indie person here. Looking forward to the Colts here. Um, add you as speaker as well, but Adam Dowling, hello. Hello, how are you? I'm good. I'm surprised you're still up, man. Yeah, I'm up. You tend I'm to, up. What you got an insomnia? Are you worried? You were you were you worried about Tommy uh, and how he was going to do against during Texas? The week, during the week, my work schedule's changed a little bit to where I have to get up swing shift a lot oh. earlier. So I've set it up so where I only have to work. I do four days. Travis, a week that was a bottle five. opening, by the way. So sorry, Adam. Yeah. So I do four days a week instead Drink of five. It. If I do more hours, so I'm I'm waking up a lot earlier, so it's hard for me to stay up during the week. Okay. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I mean, there's no way I'd be starting this show on a at eleven o'clock, you know, on a Tuesday as well. So it's a good thing mass is offered at 10 a.m so so that's what we'll be doing <laughs> and i tend not to sleep in you know past 7 7 30 anyway it's just i don't know like this morning it's like i'm tired last night i was you know i was up late drinking and uh doing dishes and tidying up because we had some some friends come over today for the game and it's just like you know got to make things right and then it's like okay i'm just gonna sit here and listen to podcasts and and go go along and then it's like 7 30 rolls around i'm like yeah i'm gonna get up i don't care if i'm hungover (laughs) (laughs) all right but but did you like the noon game or did you think that was weird or you know because you know i would have been fine but like all the delay you know all the rain delay all the lightning delays (laughs) what did you do during the delay some people are like you know i walked around kind of well at that point because for three quarters, I was pretty pissed off at our performance. Okay. So, like, I was just, like, angry. You were pissed with the estimate, Ryan. No, that was after the lightning delay. Oh, okay. But, it felt like three quarters. Okay. Yeah, I just felt like our offensive, like, we were losing the battle at the line of scrimmage. Which I, I agree didn't with like that. To... Yeah. So, that that was, even though the defense was playing well. And before the lightning delay and a little after, they were doing well. But yeah. the the offensive line, I was, I, I, I guess I can't wait to see how good the NC State defense really is, because something tells me they might have a really good defense, but that their offense can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's really interesting is that when the lightning delay happened, you know, NC State had just punted the ball to us. But prior to that, you know, Notre Dame was just up three to zero, you know, 
Um, we went three and out on our first two possessions. It's the first time that's happened, you know, and back to back, which is always, you know, a little irritating. But, you know, look, they they also did the same thing. Their first two possessions were also three and out. So I, I don't get too wrapped around the axle on that just because it's like, well, okay, maybe this is just going to be one of those slow grinded out games. The weather's trash and, you know, it's, it's going to be a little gritty. This is our first power five team, right? So the talent is clearly better at NC state. So we'll kind of see how this goes. And then, and then we eventually go 12 plays, 50 yards. And we, we, you know, hit the, the 54 yard field goal. Right. And we did not start, you know, well, you know, we started on our own 14. So in our own red zone, um, you know, and, and, you know, this play calling was a little suspect. I thought we were doing way too many screen passes and some of these other things, you know, and just instead of just ripping one. But, um, you know, look, if it's not there, it's not there. And you got to, you know, check down to, you know, one of your outlet passes in the flat. Who knows? Um, I'm just happy that, you know, as the game went on, there was it, it left no doubt that Notre Dame was a superior team that they they had outcoached NC State in their own house, which is fantastic. Yeah, I feel like you notice a big difference in the staff and previous staffs. Um, there was like at least two different big momentum changes. And like this staff, like they um, handled it. They made adjustments. Uh, previous staffs at Notre Dame, that would have been a overtime down to the wire game. Oh, but this staff... Right. Took, took care of it. They made adjustments. They changed some things. And uh, defense had some big plays, some big interceptions. I, right. I was in outrage for half the game, and we still won by twenty-one points. Yeah. So it's like you look back, and it's like when it was really twenty-eight, we gave him a garbage touchdown. But yeah. if you look back, and you're like, oh my god, I was in outrage. But under the previous regime, this would have went down to overtime. Yeah. This regime. We won by three touchdowns. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. I'm I'm happy. I, I couldn't agree with you more. You know, the, it was a little concerning. I was uh, so so. The, one of the reasons why we're doing the show so late, not only is just to let people watch other football and to quote unquote make the show more more popular. Of course, this is probably how Travis found us because he had to drive home. Um, which is, hey, everything happens for a reason, right? But the um, no, I I had an obligation at six o'clock today, and so. I was like, this will work fine. We've got the game from 12 to 3-ish. Then we'll podcast from 3.15, 3.30 to about, okay, you know, 4.35, right? And then can kind of get cleaned up or whatever. And then we'll go to our event at 6. And then we're all be drunk. But, you know, I'm not driving. Um, the doc's pregnant. So <laughs> whatever the, uh, so I got a DD, but the, uh, you know, I love you, honey, but the, um, not, not because you're my DD because you're my spouse, but the, <laughs> um, where was I going with this? This is what happens. The, uh, Oh no, I had an obligation. Right. Okay. And so, so yeah, okay. this is why we're doing the show now. You know, like I would have done it right after the game, but the rain delay kind of fucked all that up because it was like 530 by the time the game ended. And it's like, all right, let's get in the car. And I'm, and I was like, all right, well, I've had a few beers, but, you know, <laughs> we're, we'll, we're going to do the show later. So, yeah, that rain delay messed like everything up. Yeah. <laughs> So it like some people are doing whatever I, I went out and like, well, I'm going to go water the garden and check the mail and 
<laughs> Did you happen to notice too? Like some of the, it's it's the same issues kind of we had last year. I feel like the linebackers are playing much better, but yes, when they do these very bl- disciplined. When they, when they do these blitzes from like real like deep, like they're making it look like if they're in deep pass coverage where it's like a safety and a linebacker, like they're still like late. Like that first interception. Yeah, we I think that's a second. timing thing, right? Yeah, the timing is just all screwed up to where they don't time it up right. And I feel like when we play Ohio State, they're going to burn us on it because that, um, I think it was in the fourth quarter. I forget who got the interception where it tipped off an NC State guy. It was like the first yeah. the first interception uh, they had. Like he, he would have, against Ohio State, that's a first down. And today he didn't catch the ball at tipped and we picked it off and then we scored a touchdown. Was that the DJ Brown interception? Probably. I think it was. It was in the middle of the field. Okay. Like the timing just is not. It might have been the Xavier Watts one now that I think about it. Watts or Brown. Yeah, it was right in the middle. It was like a third. I think it was Watts. But the timing is just not right on those those deep blitzes. Yeah. Just not. That's the only thing I think why I was a little bit not as positive about the game today is because I'm thinking we play Ohio State and USC. We might get toasted on mm-hmm. some of these if we don't play better. Well, it, but we but I will better, say this, Adam, lose. to make you feel a little better, like NC State put themselves in that that situation. You know, I don't know what Ohio State is doing, you know, and they played at Youngstown State, so that's kind of a, you know, eh. But as far as like, you know, can you really take a lot of that game seriously? I don't know. What what I will say is is the Wolf Pack here they they forced um, themselves and and they they ended up passing like sixty you know two sixty eight percent of the time this whole game. What ends up happening though on two of the three of the interceptions we scored touchdowns after them late in the game. And that's exactly what you want to do. You know, when you when you get a turnover that goes your way, you want to score points because you're stealing points off the scoreboard from them. And so it's like it's in theory, a, a, you could you could argue a 14 point swing right there. You took seven the opportunity for seven away from your opponent and you tacked on seven. Um, now, yeah, when when Notre Dame had had their uh, their uh, fumble by Hartman, right? I'm like 99% sure, and I'm trying to find the actual thing here in the uh, in the, the freaking play sheet here. Yeah, so Notre Dame, Notre Dame has their fumble, okay, from our in our own territory, right at the Notre Dame 27. NC State takes over on our 17 in the red zone, and th- the score is 24 to 17. Yeah, with about two minutes to go in the third quarter. Yes, that's correct. And what happens? Armstrong, incomplete pass, then a false start penalty for them, then incomplete pass, then it, Armstrong has to run and scramble for six yards, and then they miss their field goal. It goes wide. I thought that field goal miss was the inflection point of the game. Now we go three and out, which sucked, right? Like, like that was dumb, but that after that, they throw their interception and we score. And so really this is one of those situations where the defense, I think kind of pulls the team up because that's two possessions in a row where 
NC State throws an interception, and we score touchdowns on both both times. Then they have a turnover and down. Then we march down the field and score our last touchdown. Yeah. And, you know, the defense won this game for sure. And, and that, that's what that's what is bothering me is that I don't know how many three and outs we had, but it was way too many. So if we have three and outs like that against Ohio State or USC, we are losing. You know, so, that that's interesting because I, I don't – I, I don't think you're wrong when you say that. W- what I will say is this. I, I kind of look at it a different way. Rather than three and outs, because I think those are going to happen, um, what I look at is the aggregate of all our possessions. And in our possessions in this game, oh, where did I go with the tab? God bless America. There it is. Notre Dame's uh, scoring drives. We This was, quote, unquote, the worst of, of all three games, which you would expect, right, against NC State. But we were still successful and put points on the board in 44% of all of our possessions. That That's not a, a great number, but it's also not a bad number. Okay, I haven't, th- this is a real hard stat to, to like do in aggregate because you have to look at every, every possession of every team. It's not something that most people track. What I have to do to, to figure this out is go through the play charts and say, okay, this possession, punt, this possession, interception, or, or whatever, touchdown. And I have to count and do the math in my head. Okay, we were 7 of 16 as I go down to the end of the game and say, this is this is our uh, success on offense, okay, versus our opponent. NC State was 24%, and they were 0 of 6 to start the game in possessions. Um, it took our third possession before we finally got our field goal. What I'm saying is... I'm curious what other teams are doing. And I look at the whole game, how, how you know, because there's four quarters, but how are you, what's your, what's your overall success rate for your offense? Now, maybe the flaw of this analysis is that I still give, put a, put like a win in the win column here for field goals as I do touchdowns. Like if I broke this down by like, touchdown drives versus scoring drives like that would be different um but but i don't i don't distinguish that because it's like well like like how how many times have we gone for it like on fourth down when i'm like you you could just kick a field goal here right (laughs) stanford game last year right okay whatever but i guess today's uh what happened today and what makes you really know uh, recognize what happened today is in the last 13 years probably of our Notre Dame fandom this game would have went down to the wire or we would have lost under this new regime we won by three touchdowns yeah so yeah. it's like it's almost like we don't know how to act because we were like like wow we like, like we actually won and we won convincingly like we put up yeah, we, like we put up more points today than we touchdowns. did against Navy and we were expecting it to go the way it was going, and then we just kind of made some plays and made it a blowout at the at the yeah. end. So it's kind of it's it was stressful for mo- you know at least half the game, but then at the end it was kind of like okay, this is nice. You know, I <laughs> I wasn't stressful like I did I did cuss in front of children you know at the beginning of the game with the three and outs and whatnot. Um, to which I got 
you know, kind of that look, right, <laughs> from the doc. But the, um, I'm like, oh, my bad, you know, I'm sorry, just <clears throat> not paying attention that there's, there's two toddlers and a baby <laughs> in, in the house right now. It's like, oh, okay. Um, only one of those kids is mine. But the, <laughs> the point was, like, like, yeah, I had, like, emotional outbursts of, and, and most of those are against, you know, the ACC refs, but I w- I never got to the point, like, this year, like, those things, that, like, go to, go to last week's game, right, the Tennessee State game, it took Notre Dame forever to get down the field, and then we allowed Tennessee State to have their, their, you know, you know, scoring possession when they march down the field, right, and so, like, people are like, oh, I'm getting nervous, or I'm getting, you know, upset, or, you know, and people are entitled to their opinions and emotions. I'm not saying they're, I'm not here to be a naysaver and microaggression on that. What I'm saying is I personally didn't like get nervous or upset about how quote Notre Dame was doing in the game because it's like, well, I'm kind of like put it in perspective. Like, look, it's raining. It's the beginning of the game. We'll, we'll give them now, if we're five, six possessions in and we're still going three and outs, you know, consistently, then, okay, that's a problem, okay, but that's not what happened, we ended up getting a field goal, and then, and then, you know, and then, again, maybe the rain delay, or the lightning delay, changed the demeanor of this team, because in my opinion, they looked completely different when they came out, I mean, clearly they did, yeah, I believe it helped us, I believe that's what I'm saying, like, like, yeah. I, I look, I don't know if they look at film. I don't know if they, the, the coaches, coaches definitely go and have a meeting, you know, and they're like, all right, let, what, what are we seeing? What's going on? How can we make the situation better? Um, you know, I don't think they're just, you know, eating orange slices and drinking Gatorade and, you know, changing their socks. I, I'm pr- imagining there's, you know, there's some calisthenics going on in there, you know, maybe a little bit of, you know, I don't know. <laughs> There's some they got to stay loose, right? You're not going to just everyone take a nap, right? No, I, I, I truly believe like the staff saw like, hey, we need to calm everything down. We need to, we need to look at what they're showing us because they were a little confused at first. And you got to give credit to that defensive coordinator at NC State. He's, I mean, he's good. And those guys, I mean, there's not. I mean, most ACC teams we play, we kind of, we kind of own the line of scrimmage, and you can see. It. I mean, they sure. were flying around. That defense, you got to give them credit. Yeah, they we came out firing. Yeah, and we really didn't really score a whole bunch until we started getting turnovers. Yes, so I agree. I, I heard uh, Marcus say that that guy uh, Tony Gibson, his name is, was like on his list, and I'm like, man, I I kind of wish he was our defense coordinator to be honest with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I didn't yeah, hear that. So, yeah, huh. he said that that was a guy on his list when he hired uh, in the pie and Golden. But hired Golden, yeah. Yeah, he's a good and Golden. It's not like he did bad, but I, I think that defense coordinator from the state's really. I mean, good. we we had we limited them. Obviously, we went on the scoreboard, but uh, you know. Like, like I'll say this, the, the scoring margin was really good. Now that the opponent's score was a little high, uh, 24, I would prefer it be like 14 or, or that 17. Right. But again, we all know that last touchdown was kind of garbage, um, rushing yards. We held them to 84 rushing yards and, and 340 
uh, like, let's put it this way. Their yards per point was 14.3. That's not terrible. It's also like, it's actually kind of good. Okay, so that's what, what makes me a little concerning about this game. The last two games, the opponent was in the 50s. Granted, they only had three points in those games. This is the first time anyone scored touchdowns on us. I don't know if it if this is true or not. I'm just guessing. But I feel like Golden had a scheme to where the, the D-line wasn't like running, like really rushing the passer really hard. They were like trying to stay in their lanes because that quarterback Armstrong likes to run a lot. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in the second half, they were kind of just like maintaining their area so he didn't have room to run. Yeah. But it was letting them get a lot of yards. Well, they're not. I could be totally yeah, they're trying to. I, I, I don't think you're wrong on that on, at all. You know, like like if you if you get in your lane and you you know, you sack them, then great. Like there was one time, like we had just had like a three man rush and everyone else dropped back. And it was, I think it was when they, uh, right after the Hartman fumble, right. And they're trying to find guys and all of our linebackers were dropping, picking up guys. Like we looked very well coached. I was very impressed with that defensive series where they missed their field goal. Well, Adam Dowling, uh, we've got other Adam here patiently waiting. I see you, Colts fan. Uh, we'll get to you real quick. Adam, last thoughts here, uh, or uh, call it a night. Take the victory and prepare for the the Chippewas. No, that's it. Let's, uh, you know, there's plenty. We won by 21, and there still is plenty of things that they can work on and correct, and let's try to get better and get you know get that uh victory fast next week and get on to ohio state fantastic love it no complaints here all right adam dowling on the twitter adam underscore dowling one on twitter thank you so much man go irish all right at colts fanatic oh nine i see you you're on mute go ahead and hit the pink button in the lower left hand corner if you wish to join us welcome to the show how's it going Yo, man, how do you think of the Irish tonight? I uh, love the game. I um, was a little nervous when it was still 24 to 17. But um, I'm glad that we finally have a team and a coaching staff that will keep the pedal on the foot, foot on the pedal and not just play down to our uh, competition and stuff like that, yeah. like we've seen in the years past. Like, that's the biggest takeaway. Like, I was – I was at the uh, Ball State game um, a couple years back, uh, and that game was just so bad that we played down to our competition. We should have easily blown out Ball State that year. But is that the, the 2018 about- game? Like we had just beaten Michigan, and then it's like we're expecting to put up 30, 40 points, and we end up like basically having the same score. <laughs> yeah, I believe so because that was like the one of the last ones I went to. Then I went to the. Uh, 2019 USD game, but that's the last one I went okay. to. Okay. Okay. Um, possibly going to try to get a ne- next week's game, but I'll have to see my work schedule, but yeah. we'll see. <laughs> that's good. I haven't, been, I haven't been to a game since then. So so that means that you and I have been to a game together because I was also at the 2019 USC game with the doc. Oh, nice. <laughs> Yeah, I went with my. Uh, that was our Christmas card, by the way. <laughs> sorry, yeah, you, sorry took, you didn't uh, get one. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe this year, but um, okay. Yeah, I went with um, my brother-in-law, 
Um, it was his first game. He wanted to go to the game where, you know, uh, obviously a rivalry game. Yeah. So he didn't want to go to any other game. I was like, look, it's going to be going to be expensive, but whatever. So we went to that game, had a good time, Dreamed showed them all around the campus. Irish win. Yeah. Hey, at least I got to see uh, Michael Pittman play against us. But yeah. Since I'm a Colts fan and everything. But mm-hmm. it was a good game and hunting the lights and um, doing all that. So, but yeah, I really enjoyed the game. I was just a little bit uh, going into the game before it started. I really wasn't worried about NC State at all. We'll see how we played against um, uh, Navy. And then Tennessee State, I wasn't really worried about it. Figured the running game would be really well and go go pretty well for us. But obviously, it didn't go as planned. But um, with that rain delay, I just pretty much drove up to uh, uh, father-in-law's house and ended up just chilling there for a little bit. So you're changing maybe maybe in the space-time continuum. <laughs> the your movement of game watching to a new location impacted possibly. the play on the field possibly okay yeah, i was even ex- i was even like saying like hey we'll take the 3-0 win if it, if it happens cuz i mean those those players out there they're you know thinking they're going to play a 12 o'clock game and then 2 hour rain delay and then at one point, I saw people were talking about if they could get it in before midnight, and they could still play it. I was like, <laughs> "What?" At, at what point do you just call the game? Like these kids have been, you know, up all day, and freaking, you're gonna have them play until midnight just to get the game done? Like, because if it if it would have gone to like maybe eight, nine, ten o'clock, like just call a game, give us the W, <laughs> take it, <laughs> play like, tomorrow. Hey, I don't know. You didn't. Like we scored, you didn't, and we'll go with that. Yeah, I actually um, don't know what the quote rules are of that sort of situation. Um, I saw like Pete Sampson was saying like they the ACC officials and all that were saying that like, as long as they got it done before midnight, they would have kept playing. Wow. Well, and that's interesting because I think I think Purdue and Va Tech were were playing, and a similar situation happened over there in Virginia, over in Blacksburg. And um, I saw that like the Purdue game was still going on, like way after the Notre Dame game was done. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, they must have had a serious serious rain delay, if not like one, maybe two, kind of like a South Florida situation or something. Um, so I don't know the. Um, that's really interesting to think about, you know, like, I guess, I guess we'll never have that problem if we, you know, go to Syracuse <laughs> or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I think the Purdue game ended up finishing at like nine, nine thirty. Good grief, man. And that was a new game start, I think as well. Yeah. I think so. Yikes. Jeez. Oh, I bet that stadium was a ghost town at that point. <laughs> yeah. I think um, the Virginia, Virginia tech had the same issue. Uh, but I didn't really watch that game. Yeah, nah, I didn't either. So you, uh, so you sound like like you're you're happy with this. You know, Greyhouse gets another touchdown here. Estime, he was the toast of the night. He ends up with a couple there. Um, mm-hmm. Is Notre Dame looking more consistent to you? Uh, yeah, from years past, definitely for sure. I uh, wasn't too happy with how last year ended in the bowl game, but right. hey, first year Marcus Freeman. 
honestly he believe he's the guy to lead us to you know great things and everything like that. Uh love that Brian Kelly you know got that loss too. <laughs> <laughs> love loving that. Love and then you. obviously Alabama Alabama losing tonight too. Yeah, that's one of those things where it's like, you know, you start you know, some of these games early in the year you start seeing who who was and this is why I do not look at preseason rankings at all. I mean, Notre Dame was favored by seven and a half points. We clearly beat that. Um, every single one of these spreads um, for Notre Dame, we've 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 wiped it out completely, which is great. Uh, yeah. So so that's good. So if if anyone does sports betting, I you know you could probably you know I personally don't bet on the Irish. I actually don't do any sports betting. Uh, I'm, all my gambling is limited to the craps table or video poker. But that being said, <laughs> um, which hasn't happened in years, right? Because I got a kid now. But <laughs> the actually, that's not true. Uh, I take that back. I, I did go to the casino back in March, but that was that was different. The um, where am I going? The uh, Notre Dame's a lot more consistent. You know, they look different. You know, like we we had we've had two people on the show tonight who have both uh, both were at the game which is really cool i think that's that's one of the first times we've seen that that wasn't actually a notre dame home game we've had a few people like jason or adam or, or whoever that was that was at notre dame stadium and jumped on the show we've had two people tonight that were at an away game which is really great so we're getting the mid-atlantic yeah, states awesome. recommended uh, or uh, uh represented on the show which is fantastic really really happy with that uh, getting some new people on love it including yourself sir yep it's my first time so yeah so is this the first time you've ever listened to the show or you just listened on to some of our live shows and you're just the first time you're uh you're jumping this is the on? first time of actually jumping on and actually listening to well fantastic. trying to get a little bit more of a trying to get them you know connected more with the irish fans that are out here Absolutely. i'm pretty Pretty connected with all the Colts fans on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it, but <laughs> like, I always like to get more Irish fans because like, every once in a while, I'll get up there, I try to go see a game every year, but sometimes that happens with the work schedule. But yeah, um, hopefully, I obviously haven't seen been to a game since 2019, so definitely need to get back up there and hang out with some people because most of the time I just I can't find anybody to go with. Uh, just go by myself and yeah. hang out. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you there. Well, I'll, I'll say this: the um, so so one I've done this show now for four years. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a regular guy. I, I am a fan. Um, I, uh, I I was listening to stuff, and and the pandemic was kind of a more just like a coincidence when I started this show. I would have done it either way. Um, but what I will say is through Twitter and growing this, you know, we finally hit this. I'm actually surprised this is the first time I'm mentioning this. I just hit a thousand followers on Twitter for the first time, which was cool. Um, that, that was kind of like one of these like little milestones of success. Um, you know, like got, got a thousand followers now finally have business cards for this show. Right. And, and I, but I do this for fun. I got a regular job. I got a wife, mortgage, kids, car payment and the whole thing. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm, it's 1220 at night, you know, or well, actually in the morning, um, you know, I'm going to go to mass and, <laughs> you know, and like, you know, nine hours. Right. But the, um, nah, I'm, I'm just a regular guy. I am not a professional. I love Notre Dame. I've loved them 
my whole life. I have a grad degree from there. Uh, and so like, and I'm not from here, right? I'm originally from the West coast. I'm from California. Um, you know, I got old shows that talk way more into detail, but this is the cliff notes version of, of Joe here at faithful underscore Irish on the Twitter. But the, um, this show's different because a, I see, I'm very interested in your opinion. Uh, yes, I do a lot of talking, but I'm interested in your opinion, (laughs) what your thoughts are, but I'm also, there there's there comes a point where i have to put my emotion and my personal feelings aside and look at what's actually happening on the field and what's happening in college football i am purposely and the only one that designs their show around data around scotch and spreadsheets i don't just regurgitate what i read on twitter or what someone someone else wrote and and that's not to be disrespectful or rude to other podcasts that are very entertaining and 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 right. fun to listen to don't get me wrong i'm just saying my focus as a, an engineer someone who's very data oriented but still at the same time likes to have fun and you know i mean shit i'm drinking a glenn livet tonight other other podcasts don't do this <laughs> okay <laughs> and maybe because yeah, yeah. they can't because they want to be professional and and some of those guys don't get me wrong like there's there's tons of them you know if it's irish breakdown or one foot down or you know some of these other guys that are really really popular but that's also their job right they have press access they have to be very they have to mind their p's and q's and we if we have a bad game or or something you know and that's happened in the past or, or like like the Marshall game. No, I was at the Marshall game, so we couldn't do a podcast. Oh, there. Yuck. Okay, but we did do a live show right after the shitty Stanford game, and that was a great live show in the sense that people were able to emote. And I'm like, I'm wasted. Let's go. Right. Most professionals <laughs> will be like, all right, got to wait 24 hours and let's kind of cool things off and we'll write an article yeah. with, with more level heads. Absolutely not. That is not what this show does. We well, just... that's the same thing with like, like, uh, like, yeah, no disrespect to like those people who do that for a living, but like half the time, that's how they like, pay their bills. You know other... what I'm saying? That's yeah. how they feed their family. Like half... Yeah. Half the time, like they're just reposting stuff that's already been reported, reported and they're reposting an article. It's like, how many times do we have to keep seeing the same thing yeah. over yeah. and over? Well, they're all, they're all in the same press conferences, right? Too, you know, so. Right. But it's like. It's like, come on, like, uh, just just Colts Colts wise, it's like there are I things. Know a guy who does it for a living, and he's just two days late on a on a report that he just confirmed through his source. Yeah, it's like, and he did an article today. I'm like, that's two days old, man. Like, <laughs> move on. And how much did you really? How much did you really change up your article? Like, you put a couple of words in there that you know they didn't yeah. put it in there. Like, it's not that original. <laughs> yeah but, yeah but, well and again it's it, again we the the goal of this show was not to be to to try to like find some niche i mean i i think i do have a niche you know i'm not gonna you know i'll be my my own champion here but but i will say is is if if notre dame is is not performing and when i say quote not performing you know, I'm going to base that off of what math tells me. I'm not going to base it off of my opinion or what other people's opinions are. You know, right. um, I don't have press press access, you know, but I also know the university listens to me. 
I do know that they they pay attention to what's going on. Um, you know, so so you know, like, like there's history of my logo has changed three times in four years, and <laughs> one of those reasons was because, uh, well, I sell gear on mm-hmm. Etsy. Now I need to update it, so you know I wouldn't go buy anything right now. But <laughs> sorry, Jason at Dos Leprechauns, but the. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but no i uh i i got a i don't want to say a strike but but etsy oh, excuse me notre dame complained to etsy that i was using one of their images which i personally disagree with but at the same time this is a hobby i do this for fun yeah. um, i don't want to get in any trouble and i work for a big company and so i understand copyright and export stuff and all that kind of thing I'd rather not just ruffle feathers. Okay, we'll just change the logo. It's fine, you know. Um, so so that that's where we are. Um, and now we've changed our logo because we joined Dos Leprechauns. But I joined Dos Leprechauns because they are also fans. They're super fans. Right. They are big cheerleaders. But they did not have the X's and the O's and kind of this, you know, cut loose, fancy free, you know, or maybe they just needed more scotch in their life. I don't know. But but. <laughs> I'm breaking down stuff. You're not going to you're not going to talk to or you're not going to listen to another podcast that talks about a stat called yards per point. You're not going to talk about rushing attempts per touchdown or passing attempts per touchdown. Okay? And and certainly these guys are not comparing Notre Dame to the last 10 years of national champions. Use that data and then make a Pareto chart against it and say this is why this is the most important stat out there the most important stat is total touchdowns why because every national champion over the last 10 years ranked 4.2 in that stat on average scoring 81 touchdowns okay passing touchdowns was next they average 8.6 putting up 41 touchdowns and so on and so forth i personally like running the football i would love us to just run the football all the time but i know we can't do that we have to throw passing touchdowns because that's what these other guys are doing. And that's what college football is. Right. College football is nothing but ranking other teams against each other. And and there it is. So, you know, we, we unlike the NFL where, you know, you play in your division, there's a little more strategy right. involved. The season's longer, right? College football is completely different, right? Every game matters, you know, and that, that has formed my opinion in a lot of ways, right? Um, and, and so on and so forth. So. Well, and I always love college football. The atmosphere is just totally different from college football to the NFL. There's there's nothing that beats it. Like, yeah, I, I think like, I'm not, I'm not a, a music aficionado, but like, like sometimes when I watch the NFL, like, like the, like I, I do believe you're watching football in the NFL with it's like with precision, right? These are amazing talents. These are professional athletes, right? Um, you're watching watching football in in poetry and it's I don't want to say art because it because it is still football, but because because that that doesn't seem appropriate. but but it, you're you're watching football precision. Right. But college football, you know, it's a little more gritty. There's a little more drama to it. And not that, you know, this is needs to be artistic in a drama sense. You know, there, there's a lot more passion with it. Um, it gets yeah. my mojo going. Um, like like I, I actually don't watch the NFL like I, I would like to. Um, I think it's great, but there's only so much 
time I carve out for things in my life that bring me joy. And Notre Dame is one of those things. After that, it's, you know, faith and family, right? Um, and I got a career and other stuff like that. And, you know, you know, a yard that needs grass, grass cut every now and then, you know, <laughs> yeah. I got other shit to do, uh, you know, and Sunday is a good day to do that. Um, after mass, you know, after communion. Right. But right. <laughs> Well, Adam, I really appreciate you've you've joined us tonight. Any other thoughts here? We'll start to close it down. Maybe we'll give Lynch uh, the last last words here. No, well, no, just looking forward to next weekend, and uh, after that, hopefully we can um, beat Ohio State. I don't really have too much concern with their quarterback situation that they're in. I don't think he's too impressive. I think we have that. Um, I think that's our advantage over Ohio State is the quarterback play is actually better than Ohio State this year. Sure. Obviously, they lost C.J. Stroud to yeah. the draft and everything. So, and then obviously, uh, only beating you know Youngstown State with how much they beat them by today, and then last week with IU, I I didn't seem that impressed with the, how they played against IU. Yeah. So. I mean, especially with how our defense was today. Like, yeah, it's NC State, but still, my biggest concern going into this season was our defense, and especially the quarterbacks. Um, but I really was impressed with the quarterback play and the defense today. So, yeah, no, the I mean, coming up with three interceptions is great, you know, and and you know, holding, holding them to field goals, right? Th- those are things you want your defense to do. Get, get turnovers, get, and then that allows the offense to get points off those turnovers. Um, yeah. and, and I, th- I thought this is one of the better defenses, um, that we saw, um, not only that we faced, but, but the defensive performance that we had, yeah, 24 points isn't the best, but, um, you know, earlier in the season, and and I think they'll clean some things up. And I look, I'd rather us make some mistakes in this game than make him and pay for it in the Ohio State game, right? Use this right. as a learning experience, you know, and you know can can make some improvements. Now we don't have the killer uh, defensive line that's coming up with strip strip sacks and and sacking the quarterback. Right. So so I do I do think that the defensive line is. Um, you know, I want more success from them. I'll just put it that way. Um, but look, the linebackers, you know, th- there's a lot of depth there. Um, you know, it's we kind of do some hand wringing and, and gnashing of teeth sometimes with our linebackers. But for the most part, this was one of the best I saw of them. Kevin Davis didn't jump on tonight and give us his opinion. Um, but he, he tends to, to break down linebacker play uh, for us, which is great. Uh, but the secondary is looking better and better. And how many times has that um, kind of been a heavy eye roll for us? And it's not, yeah. um, you know, we three interceptions, you know, anyone from Watts to Cam, Cam Hart to Benjamin Morrison. Like, uh, I'm a happy fighting Irish faithful. I forget who's the first one that, uh, that had the first pick. That was like. I'm pretty sure it was beautiful. Morrison. Yeah, that was textbook beautiful. Never even turned back to look at the receiver, looking at the ball the entire yeah, time. the whole time. And just just picked it off perfectly. That, He's that like, was... oh, no, I'm going out for the pass. You didn't get the memo? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, he ran the route <laughs> better than he did. Just looked at the ball the entire time, knew he, the receiver was right there behind him, and got, took the ball away from him. Like, 
That was that was really good. But I, I feel like the uh, like you know our D line pressure is what you're talking about. I feel like they got held a little bit and they did that wasn't called. Oh yeah. The entire like there'd be times where like we'd almost get to the quarterback. And next thing you know, like he, you know, scramble a little bit. I'm like, where's the freaking hold? Like, yeah. But, well, I just the, felt like you know, we've we, that's, that's... Penalties, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like I think someone else brought it up too. They two times they actually scored were mostly due to penalties. Yeah, some of them were actually uh, on us. That like the one where we shoved uh, with the player back after he got up and held on to him. Oh yeah, uh, I'm pretty off, sure that was Morrison too. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. like, like, I will say this: like, like penalties suck. Like, don't get me wrong, but sometimes like, like a play like that, where it's like, I'm not saying like you have to That's stand your show. stand your ground or anything of that nature, but what I will say is like penalties like that, I don't get too upset over just because like. Like you don't know what what Morrison has been dealing with all game. You don't know right. like and at some point like like look y- your job as a cornerback is to get in his face and to get in his head and to eliminate him as a threat on the field. Um and sometimes you there is j- jacking and jawing, you know, between receivers and and defensive backs. That stuff right. happens. And and like if there there's you know if someone's got his mouth running you know, at some point you're just like, I I just need to shut it for you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna shove you. Unfortunately, sometimes that gets a penalty. Sometimes, like I I think it depends on where and when that happens. Like, don't do that in the red zone, okay? But if it's in the middle of the yeah. field, maybe it's a little different. I, I don't know. Like like I, I I tend to not get too upset over emotional penalties like that, where where it's at that particular position group. I don't know. Maybe that's because I was a receiver and, and so that in high, in high school. And so that's just kind of the, that's just kind of built into my DNA. Who knows? But <laughs> the, uh, you know, the, look, we, we win the game. Notre Dame is, is looking really good right now. Um, we're still averaging 47 points a game, which is cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we put up 40 points today. So like, wow. You know, like, you know, Sam Hartman's just, you know, being efficient. Yeah. He got rattled a little bit. Yeah. The first he half. got rattled quite a bit. You know, you got was sacked yeah. four times today. Um, so look, I, <sighs> I'm happy where Notre Dame is right now. You know, I, I think the Ohio State game is is on the horizon. Everyone's kind of now looking at that. N- now that we've yeah. moved past this game, I think it's okay to look forward to Ohio State. Yes, we got to take care of business at home versus Central Michigan, but with the Ohio State game coming up, you know, I think it's okay for us to be looking down down the road now because we had to take care of business with this team on the road. Our first true road game um against a team that that doesn't suck you know they're not great but they're not a trash can either right so um you know nc state's got some decent players they have a decent quarterback who put up halfway decent numbers at virginia before he transferred to nc state so 
Alrighty, well, I appreciate you having me on, and uh, you guys have a good night. You are welcome anytime, Adam, at ColtsFanatic09. Anytime. Anytime. Go Irish, and thank you for joining us tonight. Well, Jason Lynch, we'll invite you to speak if you want to uh, jump on. Lynch Mob ND, if you want to jump on and give us uh, give us your opinion. Or maybe you fell asleep behind the wheel here, uh, which is cool, too. Um, really happy, you know, we've, we've gone down my sheet, you know, again, anything from a rain delay and estimate coming out, that was kind of like the, the, the change in inflection there on the offense where we started cooking a little bit better. And then you had the, uh, the fumble by Hartman followed with, uh, NC state not being able to, to score a touchdown in our, in our red, in their, you know, in the red zone. Uh, which is where the fumble happened, you know, which which is really, you know, a, a Brian Kelly team, you know, we would have been really upset over that. And, and I mean, we're upset about it here, too. But the difference is the defense came up huge right after that. Very disciplined, very well coached, it looked like. And they uh, they missed their field goal. And I thought that was the point because they could have tied it at that point And they didn't. And they didn't get the field goal either, which is great. Well, Jason, I see you there, but you're going to shut What's us it? down for the night. What's happening? What's happening? Oh, we're just we're just chilling here. Uh, well, it's twelve thirty in the morning, so <laughs> little morning podcast. That's right, after dark. Good morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think like overall thoughts on the game. First quarter, I was I was a little a little worried. Pacing. There for a <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I didn't like it. Um, but then, uh, you know, the the lightning delay, and I think we got a quarter of practice and three quarters of game. I, I think maybe, you know, while they were in the delay, I think that maybe helped them kind of see what was going on and where we were going wrong. And then, I agree. you know, first play from scrimmage, we run off 80 yards. Yeah, that was beautiful. I actually, I actually didn't see it live. Um, I was, I was again. I, I, I'd seen something where they're like, "Okay, play will resume at like twelve thirty or whatever," or uh, not twelve. Uh, fuck, what was it like two thirty or something? And I'm like, "Okay." And so I was like, I was like doing chores or whatever around the house, just kind of like I, I tend to be kind of an active person, like standing half the time and like clean the kitchen or tidying up or just I don't know. Like I, I always feel like I have a lot of the nervous energy and not that I'm actually nervous. It's just like, like sometimes just sitting or sitting around doesn't do it for me. Um, right. but, but it was during the rain delay, right? Lightning delay. And I'm, I'm just going around doing other stuff. And, and I was kind of like wrapping that, that piece up and the doc, like I hear her in the, in the, in the other room, she's got the toddler and she's like, Hey, they just scored. I'm like, wait, what they started. She's like, Oh yeah, yeah. The game's back on and their name yeah. scored. I'm like, no, 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 and so, so we we rewinded on the on the cable here, and I'm just like, holy shit! So, so I actually didn't see that play live. Really? No. Uh, so I I saw it on replay. I know. Here's what sort of hashtag RTDB person am I? So, <laughs> but no, it was great. And then you know, then we got caught up and all that, and and yeah, it was, it was great. So absolutely, I th- and I think overall, I think you know from you know, the Navy game last week to this week, I think I see improvements all the way around on both sides of the ball. But 
there's just a few things that still need a little bit more cleaning up, and that's thank goodness we've got Central Michigan next week. I think so too, and and but I also think like the the concern I have, I guess, is I, I would prefer that next week was not Central Michigan. That's just me personally. I prefer it be another Power Five team, like 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 if we were playing Duke. I'd feel better because Duke's riding a wave right now, or even Louisville. Take take either of those two teams, Duke or Louisville, and and play them before we play Ohio State. Like, because that'll be three, all three of our non-power five teams earlier in the season, and that kind of makes sense with with conference play and this, that, and the other. But you know, you're gonna have you know Navy, Tennessee State, Central Michigan, three of our four first four games are non-power five teams kind of these lower level ish kind of games um and and not you know strength of schedule type games you know um so so though 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 we can put up some decent numbers and we can rest the starters and and get some of the younger guys a lot of you know meaningful playing time um i don't want us to get rocked to sleep or rocked into some sort of false security and then all of a sudden we play, you know, Ohio State, who has better players. Let's let's not kid ourselves right. here. Recruiting wise, they are better. They have better players on their team. And Ryan Day is not a shitty coach. Okay. Um, now they don't have CJ Stroud anymore, which I think is is great. And I do agree. And I think it was it was Adam who was saying that we have a better quarterback than Ohio State, I will agree with with that statement. But that doesn't change the fact that in aggregate, in general, Buckeye Nation is pretty good. They're still feeling good about themselves. Um, and they will come into South Bend ready to go. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and this is this is a rare thing for for Notre Dame and Ohio State to play. It's, you know, that's not in a New Year's Six Bowl. Um, it's it's very rare where you have Notre Dame playing arguably the best team in the Midwest. Right. Right. So, and and to for Notre Dame to be the best, we have to play the best, and we have to beat them. Right. And so, so I think this Ohio State game coming up is going to be fucking huge. It's huge, man. It's a night it- game. I already told Doc we're going to Mass beforehand, and she's so funny. She's like, "What is that like? Because like you want to go to church and you like receive the Eucharist before." I'm like, "No, that's not why. <laughs> it's because I know it'll be a late game. It'll be a night game, and then regardless of the outcome, we're going to do a podcast. Going to Mass on early Sunday morning, yeah, that's that's not going to work for me. So, so it will go to the vigil." Right, we'll we'll get out and then then we'll we'll go home, and and, and we'll watch the game. Yes, yes, and then football can consume you for the rest of the for the rest of the, the evening night. and into the wee hours of the morning because that's what's going to happen and it's going to be kind of like tonight, you know, because we're we're <laughs> maybe we're like uh, getting ready, but yeah, so yeah, so so this is episode uh, eleven of season four, volume ninety seven. We'll do a uh, a show, uh, the the uh, Central Michigan show, um, next week. Um, we will not be doing. We said this in the last show. 
We will not be doing a Central Michigan post-game show. I actually will be out of town, um, and Red Snapper and I will be. We, we have a, a family uh, thing that we have we're, that we're going to be be at instead, um, and then we will have episode ninety-nine be the Ohio State pregame show. Episode one hundred of this podcast right now is planning to be the Ohio State postgame show love and, it and that's just how that happened that's that's just you know god did that i don't know <laughs> i guess i decide you know when we do a show but it, it originally was going to be the pregame show but but then you know stuff happens and and so we will not be doing a, a central michigan postgame show what are we going to talk about right like hey we scored a lot of points yeah right. <laughs> yeah. yeah hopefully we see my concern is a little bit with you know back up to Hartman if something happens I don't know where we're at yeah that's I, mean, I think that's a legit concern you know like like and maybe that's a good thing quote unquote that we're playing you know Navy Tennessee State and Central Michigan you right know, and Jelly and Minchi whomever you know they can get some halfway meaningful reps I I think if if the defense had held them a little tighter or we had you know put up a little more uh, with NC State, um, maybe we would have seen Angeli today, um, but hey, that didn't happen. And well, right. I'm I'm not gonna be upset about it per se. Um, you know, he'll right. see the field. Um, I, I guarantee oh, you, yeah. he'll see the. F- uh, let me put it this way: at the rate things are going now with Notre Dame, you know, averaging 47 points a game, um. We should see Angeli next week with some halfway Four. meaningful playing time. Yes, and I'll playbook up a little bit more for him because I just, I just feel like when he's came in for snaps, it's been pretty pretty conservative. Yeah, and 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 maybe that's a function of you know the uh, just where the game is. Maybe right. that's a function of you know let's not let's not overcomplicate the hell out of things right i don't know the um like like i mean look there will i am i am okay with allowing a younger guy per se to buy his time to be patient because i think i think there's some valuable insight that comes from that for sure, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, yeah, I think, I think overall we'll be all right. Because Hartman, of course, the hit when they slung him down by his neck, I was like, well, that's uh, that's not good. I was waiting for a call there, but we didn't get that. But we we Did literally touched, that. and it's it's a rough in the passer. Yeah, so that was that was a little bit rough to watch. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Notre Dame is is successful tonight. Unlike the Crimson Tide, you know, I think I think Alabama is the only team higher ranked in the AP above Notre Dame uh, that uh, that lost today. I think everyone else won, so we can ideally, in in theory, expect Notre Dame to rise up, um, which is good. And um, again, you know, not that we put a whole lot of stock into rankings right now. Um, but I will say this, it, um, 
you sh- we should see two top 10 teams face off uh, in Notre Dame Stadium in two weeks. So, Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Lynch, I think I think we're gonna we're gonna shut things down for tonight. I think you know Notre Dame is is victor victorious. We're happy, um, and I think let's take the win. Let's be happy with it, right? Absolutely, take it and move on to next week. Yeah, let's do this. The Irish win first true road game, first uh, Power Five team, first team in the ACC. Um, and Irish finally gets a 500 historically against NC State with this win. I think we erase a lot of uh, mind diarrhea from rain delays and just bad blood with, uh, with what's going on. So Irish win. Thank you for listening, everyone. Have a good morning now that it's 1250. Go Irish and see you on Tuesday.